0: Four point nine oh percent. And for those amounts of seventy-five thousand dollars or more, just add on point five percent to those rates. Go to myalliant, a l-l-i-a-n-t dot com and check it out.
1: All right, Susie K T, are you ready for today's podcast?
0: Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. I'm a forger with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I would never single day Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. June twenty-second, two thousand and twenty-three. Good. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> Susie. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Women in Money Podcast, as well as everybody smart enough to listen. This is the Ask K-T and Susie edition. This is where you write in a question. And you do so by sending in your questions to AskSusie S-U-Z-E podcast at gmail.com. That really is the best way to do it. So send in your questions there. And if Miss Travis chooses it, then guess what? We answer it right here. All right, Katie, I just have to begin with something. I have never, ever, ever gotten so many responses about, I can control my
2: popcorn. Oh, wait, I'm last stronger Thursday, than la- that's a
0: week ago. A week ago. A week, week ago. for this entire-
2: She hasn't had any, by the way, everyone. Yeah,
0: but- People are writing me saying, Susie Orman, you should be able to control yourself. There's nothing unhealthy about popcorn. It doesn't have that many calories. Just let me make a statement here. I'm an all or nothing kind of gal. I'm either all in or I'm really all out. Right, KT? You sure are. Right. So (laughs) the point is, I wasn't just eating a cup of popcorn. I just wasn't eating two or three cups of popcorn. She'd
2: have a massive bowl in front of her on her lap, and then I would ask for and another not one. Share it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get right. to the let's get to the gist of this. So, my first question happens to be from Allison, who has a comment about popcorn. She said, "Hi, ladies, love you both, KT." If you make the popcorn with coconut oil, it's really good. I do mine in the skillet and my kids love it. Allison, I'm not going to try that because we are on a popcorn ban in this household. But is that how you used to make it? Yeah, that's how I make it. But I, I would do it with avocado oil.
0: Oh, all right. Anyway,
2: all right. what bet, do I know? I, I think just coconut, eat it. Coconut. Enough. About, I don't want to talk about popcorn okay. again on this podcast. But this Allison's question is really <laughs> complicated, so I need you, Susie. Ready? The question is on five twenty nine to Roth conversion.
0: Yes. I'm
2: wondering if it's thirty five thousand for each five twenty nine plan. I have three. So would that be thirty-five thousand times three that I can convert eventually, or a flat thirty-five thousand total? And then it said, "I'd like to use the five twenty-nine contributions as a state tax write-off for me. The money I contribute is not used for the kids' college." So there you go. So
0: you you chose this
2: based I- on popcorn, but I have no idea. What these conversions are, the 529, the 35,000, I don't have a clue. So you have to straighten this up for me and for Allison.
0: KT, the best way for me to straighten this up really is not in an Ask KT and Susie Anything podcast. It needs to be its own Susie school. So this coming Sunday, I will do Allison a Susie school just for you. And everybody else who needs to know the answer to this question, and that's a lot of you. KT, will you stop picking out such complicated ones? Well,
2: I didn't understand what she was talking about, so I figured I'd it. Most people don't. Well, if I didn't get it, no one's gonna get it. <laughs> Susie, you're so smart. You know the answer to everything. I do
0: not. I sometimes get things absolutely wrong. Except the
2: directions.
0: Here we go again, everybody. Now we're going from popcorn to Susie not having a good sense of direction, which I don't.
2: She is not good with direction. She told me because she lived in California for so long that she's backwards on the East Coast. <laughs> uh, and will you just continue going on? Go all right, on so there. we have another question here. This is from Georgie. Hello, Susie and KT. Thank you for all that you do to educate people and allow them to become financially empowered. I am 24. I'm in the third week of a three-month summer internship. My internship offers a 401k with a 4% match fabulous. My question is, should I enroll or not? I'm only in this internship for three months. And since the company is on a hiring freeze, I'm not sure if I will be hired on a full-time basis at the end of the summer. Thanks in advance for your help. Definitely sign up.
0: Yeah. This is why you should do it, even if you're going to get laid off. So you put money into 401k. They're going to match your contribution. That's free money. I don't care, in fact, if you're putting a lot in or a little, but it's still free money for you. They lay you off. You simply do an IRA rollover with it, including their 4% match. And that's money then that you can have for your retirement. KT, go girl, go. Okay. Next is from Patty. What direction am I facing right now? South. South. I am not facing south. You're
2: you're looking at me and you're facing, absolutely facing south, Susie. I was going to say west. All right, go on. No, west is that way. Well, that's what direction I'm facing out the window. You're looking at me and I'm sitting in the south seat. Now, the reason Katie knows her direction impeccably is because my years in Hong Kong and watching everyone play Mahjong. And if you ever want to know about that, look up Mahjong and look up the four seats. They're based on North, East, West, South.
0: Can you just
2: ask me a question? (laughs) So I've read all your books, Susie. I listened to you guys faithfully. You have helped so many of us. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Love you two together. Great team. I am a 60-year-old divorced woman living with her 30-year-old special needs child. I plan on working till I'm 70 and do not plan on taking RMDs until required. I have two years of emergency savings and still adding. I have all the must-have documents and my house is paid off and in my trust. I have no debt whatsoever. So the question is, Susie, how much should I convert into the Roth IRA each year? Is there a limit? And can I still invest? $7,500 Is seventy five hundred each year if converting.
0: So the real question here is, can you convert into a Roth IRA each year, as well as invest the seven, you know, the seventy five hundred dollars each year while you're converting? And the answer is, you absolutely can. One has nothing to do with the other. Just make sure that you know that the money that you convert into the Roth IRA each year, that you will owe income tax on it. And there is no limit as to how much you can convert. So if I were you, I would sit down with a CPA, a tax person, and figure out tax-wise, because you're still obviously working, that how much can you convert given your income and everything without putting you into a higher income tax bracket? All right. Yeah, KT.
2: Okay, from Jean. Dear Susie and KT, I'm 62 years old. My husband and I recently built a house on my grandparents' original homestead. We ran out of money and took out a home equity lo- loan from our credit union for 75000 to finish it up. The interest rate on the loan jumped from 4.5 to 7.5%. Crazy, right? Probably going to go higher. So my husband's 66. He has a pension that he can start drawing on in the next couple of months. He's got about 150000 in the optional retirement account. Would it make sense to use his optional retirement funds and apply it to the loan in order to avoid paying excessive interest? No. Next why? question. What
0: do you mean, why? Right, so But he, the
2: interest rate jumped, soon. I don't
0: care. He takes out $150,000, right? He's gonna owe taxes on all $150,000 in order to pay off a $75,000 loan. Okay. So he has money, Right in an account that he's never paid taxes on. That is why I tell all of you to do a Roth retirement account. Because if that were the case here, I would say absolutely, take out $75,000 from your Roth retirement account and pay that off. Because that's like guaranteeing you a 7.5% return on your money. Because that's the interest rate that they are paying. But that is not what they have. So even though he can do it since he's retired, it will be totally taxable. So no, just leave that $150,000 there and whatever money you have that you can put towards that HELOC, absolutely do it. All All
2: right. right. This is from Penelope. Hi, Susie and KT. I'm 36 and recently bought your new book, The Ultimate Retirement Guide. Let me say loud and proud that people under 50 should absolutely (laughs) read this book. I've been aware of my finances and investing for the past decade, so I consider myself somewhat knowledgeable. But all I was really focused on was saving and investing as much as possible for retirement. But no one, no one ever told me the specifics of what actually happens in those 50 plus years. So, All Penelope's saying, there's no question here. She feels comfortable, confident, because I feel like I understand what will actually happen and what steps I need to take once I retire. She said, Susie, such a gift. KT, since she ended with Susie, such a gift. Is her email address on there? Yes.
0: All right. So I want you to send her a little gift from us not a book, but I'll tell you. So Penelope, Katie will be emailing you. You will give her your address and we will be sending you a gift. All right.
2: I can't wait to know what to gift is.
0: I have an idea. Oh,
2: I know exactly what I want to okay, give her. Okay. Next question is yeah. from Julie in Oklahoma. Thanks for all of your great advice. My spouse recently became eligible to to participate in a discounted stock purchase program from his employer. He can choose a percentage of his salary to use to purchase stock in the company for a 5% discount. We are each saving 15% of our income towards retirement, maxing out our Roth and our employer matches. We're building our emergency fund and currently have nine months saved. Should we take advantage of the discounted Employer stock program.
0: What would you say to
2: that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I love what, when you're just so honest. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what the company stock is if it's performing. If it's but even though but it's a Julie's, discount,
0: Julie's husband would know because he works there. So everybody, when you work for an employer, and that employer offers you a discount stock purchase program, which means you can buy shares of their stock for usually between 5 and 15% of a discount as to what it's trading at the day that you buy it. So that's like KT, an automatic 15% increase or 5%. It's like me saying to you, KT, we could go in and we can buy this item for 5 or 15% under what it's selling for right now, and it's an item that you like, you know it's good, you know it's going to be worn for a long time, you would say, of course. The same is true, Julie, with your husband's stock purchase program. So as long as he feels like the company is doing well, their earnings are doing well, they're not having layoffs, they feel like everything's solid, he can tell, he knows. People who work for a company know how their company's doing. Absolutely. You should take advantage of that. Absolutely. All right, KT, next.
2: Next question is about Alliant Credit Union. Uh oh. Do you know, (laughs) Susie, if they extended the $100 a month offer?
0: Well, the truth is tell them the $100 a month offer for new people has never, ever gone away. It's called the Ultimate Opportunity Savings Account. And that is where you put in $100 a month every month for 12 consecutive months. And at the end of those 12 months, you get $100. Now, I have to tell you if that's all you put in at the end of those 12 months, you get your $100. Obviously, it's NCUA insured. You get a 3.1% interest rate while it's in there as well. So you should know that that is still available. You just go to myalliant.com and that is where you sign up. However, what you should know, and I'll just give you a little... Little insight info that they haven't even announced yet. We're going to have an offer kind of like that for your kids. So we're going to make finances a family affair. If in fact you've already done it though, Karen, you've already got your $100, no, you don't get another $100 just so you know. But for people who have never done it, fabulous, fabulous program.
2: All right, Susie, next question is your favorite topic, whole life and term insurance. (laughs)
0: You ready? Want to hear what happens? Can I just tell you what happens? So we answered last Thursday, I think it was a question from Lloyd. I think that was his name about how he bought this. He's now 80 years of age. It's the one that Colo talked to us about last week. You know, Columbia listens to every podcast. And he came in and he said, I disagree with your answer. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, I wouldn't have told the 80-year-old that. I would tell him, of course, cancel it. But then go to Las Vegas. Have 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 fun. fun. Forget about (laughs) investing this money. Look how much money you already have. You don't need to save any more. And I'm like, Colo, go back to He disagreed. He disagreed with me. And I'm like, all
2: right. He said, what? Susie, he's 80 years old, tell him to go have a good time. Go to Vegas, baby. That's all what Colo said. All right, anyway. All right. Hi, KT so, and Susie. Wait, wait.
0: But ever since that email was answered, I've gotten hundreds of questions like that. So you so probably chose one. them. I, See, is, everybody, I read them all. KT similar. gets to choose the one she wants. So all I, right.
2: I like this one. The question is this, Susie. From Audrey, I have a 20-year term life insurance that runs through 2033 when I turned 67. So that means she's 57 right now. All right. It's for $150,000. Yep. I pay $33 a month, which I think is reasonable. More than reasonable. But before I started listening to you and learning about your dislike for whole life policies... I hate. I took the bait. <laughs> and converted some of my term policy to whole life. The draw for me was that I got a locked-in rate and no medical exam, and it would carry me past the age of 67. Right, now, before you go on
0: anymore, how much you want to bet me, right, if she's paying $33 a month right now, is that correct, Katie, mm-hmm. for $150,000 of term insurance... That her conversion is going to be at least five times that amount for a whole life. So it's going to be 150 or 170
2: 152
0: a month. All right. And I will bet you any amount of money she doesn't get as much life insurance. Yeah. So do you understand what just happened here, everybody? She's paying almost five times the amount of money for $50,000 less in insurance. Sorry, KT, go on.
2: No. So that's the question is now that I'm negatively thinking about the $152 a month whole life policy worth 100000 what can I do with it? I am in good health. See, she's sorry she did it. She's sorry she took the bait.
0: Yeah. So cancel it. If you're in good health, cancel it. And this is what I would have you do with the money. It's very simple. This insurance company knows that you probably, since you are in good health, you are not going to die for at least 30 to 40 more years. Actually, they have already figured out when you are going to die. Okay. So let's just stay conservative. Let's say it's only 30 years from now, even though it's probably more. If you took that $152 a month right now, and you put it in to the Roth IRA for your kids, assuming that you want this money for the kids, and the kids, let's just say, are working and making money. Do you know in 30 years from now, at just a 5% annual average rate of return, that is nothing, right? You'd have 124,000, almost $125,000 in those accounts that's $25,000 more than this death benefit is going to give you let's say you get 8% on the money which is not impossible on any level over the next 30 years you would have $178,000 in there so do you understand right why this makes absolutely no sense you could leave a whole lot more money more, 78% more, maybe even 100% more to your kids if you stop thinking that insurance is the way to do it. Because do you understand? They're making the $178,000 over the next 30 years and you will only be getting 100,000. That's why they do it, to make money. You
2: could do it on your own. All right, Katie, go on. I wish people really just forgot about whole life insurance. Okay, ready? <laughs> Next question's from Vicki. Well, there are
0: sometimes it makes sense, but very seldom. But okay. Go on. All right. Next
2: question's from Vicki. Susie, would you say now is a good time to move out of the G fund? That's the government security investment fund, right, Susie? She's
0: obviously either in the military or the federal government. Wait a minute.
2: And to dollar cost average back into the C and S funds each month.
0: Absolutely. I would do that, Vicki. So just to explain to everybody, KT, the employer-sponsored plan for government employees, the military, is called the TSP plan, which is the Thrift Savings Plan. Now, the Thrift Savings Plan for years only had approximately five different types of mutual funds that you could invest in. Then they decided to offer you hundreds, which I am not a fan of on any level. So really what Vicky is asking is that she currently has her money in the G fund, which as KT said, is the government securities investment fund, which means that the money is safe and sound. It's making a good interest rate. It's not attached to the stock market. What Vicky wants to know is, should she now start to dollar cost average into the C fund, which is the common stock index fund, which is like the Standard & Poor's 500 index fund, or the S fund, which is the small capitalization stock index fund, which is like the Russell 2000 fund. So absolutely, you should do that. But I have to tell you, I would be favoring the S fund over the C fund. So rather than splitting it 50-50, I would probably
2: do a 60-40 split. All right, KT, what else you got for me? So next question is from M. Hi, Susie. By the way, you rock. I do. <laughs> Even though <laughs> I don't know which way to throw a rock because I don't
0: know the direction that I would be told to. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go on. So she said,
2: <laughs> Susie, I'm 57. I'm disabled, divorced, hardly making my bills. Only retirement I have is, to, is a deferred annuity worth 20000 I own my home, which I inherited and rent half of for income. I'm also blessed to have a seasonal camp, which I rent out in the summer. My problem is my son turned 18, so my income has decreased by $1,000 a month. Yeah, she no longer qualifies for Social Security for him. Should I cash in the annuity to fix up the cabin and rent it out year-round or sell my home and move into the cabin in Maine, to retire at a lower cost of living. Yeah. So, Melody, truthfully, you don't want to cash
0: in the annuity, because if you do, it was a deferred annuity. Chances are that $20,000 may be taxable to you, number one. Also, it's not like you have a whole lot of money. So all of a sudden, you, know, you cash that in, you then rent it out, then we go through a pandemic, and then you can't rent it out, and now you have no income, so to make this answer very short is you should not cash the annuity to fix up the cabin or to rent it out year round for income. You should sell your home and move into the cabin in Maine to retire at a lower cost of living. KKT.
2: I'm prepared for a quizzy, everyone. And if you don't know what that is, she's going to tell you right now.
0: And don't think I didn't catch her looking through to see where my quizzes were kept. I've now hidden them from her (laughs) since I know she goes through them. This is from Sheila. Sheila obviously has been watching the PBS special that they have been playing over and over and over again for the past three years. And why? It's still their number one producing pledge show. At this point, I'm sure I have raised over $300 million for public television. Anyway, Thank you, Susie. during the PBS special, Susie said that the original investment or deposit of an IRA is not taxable and that can be withdrawn at any time. I was cooking at the time that I was listening to the special and attempted to play it back what Susie said, but I was unable to rewind it. I've been left very confused about whether Susie was referring to a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA? So, quizzy time, everybody, is when I ask Katie a question. Hopefully, she answers it correctly, but I want you to think about the answer to this question as well. Can you take out your original contributions that you put into a retirement account? If it is a Roth or if it is a traditional IRA, Which one was I talking about on the PBS special?
2: Probably the Roth, but I think you can take the original out of both, but you can't take out the income that it's earned. You You were
0: right if you just stopped. Right, the Roth. No. You were right if you stopped there. You were so wrong about the other.
2: Okay, the Roth.
0: So ding. Ding, 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 ah! ding, 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 no. ding. Sometimes roof. you need to just stop.
2: All right. You should have went you should have given me the sign like enough. No, stop. my
0: job is not to save you. Your job is to learn all of this stuff. She's giving me a wrap. So <laughs> what you need to know, Sheila, it's very simple. Any money that you put in, a Roth IRA, you can take out at any time without taxes or penalties regardless of your age and how long the money has been in there. It's simply the earnings that have to stay in there for at least five years and until you are at least 59 and a half years of age. In a traditional IRA, if you take money out anytime before the age of 59 and a half, whether it's your contribution or not, any money, you will pay a 10% penalty if you're not 59 and a half. And absolutely, in all cases, you will pay ordinary income taxes. And why is that? Because a traditional IRA is funded with pre-tax dollars. You have never paid taxes on it. A Roth IRA is funded with after-tax dollars. So that is the big difference. KT,
2: that's a wrap, Susie. So take us out, girlfriend. All right, so today, wherever I go... I will create a more peaceful, joyful, and loving world. Even if you don't know what direction I'm going? It's only the right direction. That's my girl.
0: And if you say that every single day, we promise you, you will be unstoppable.
1: unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game minds so powerful I don't need batteries to play I'm so confident Yeah, I'm unstoppable today